0: Scripture this morning is from Luke chapter 17, verses 5 through 10. The apostles said to the Lord, increase our faith. And the Lord said, if you had faith as a grain of mustard seed, you could say to this sycamore tree, be rooted up and be planted in the sea, and it would obey you. Will any of you who has a servant plowing or keeping sheep Say to him when he comes in from the field, Come at once and sit down at the table. Will he not rather say to him, Prepare a supper for me and gird yourself and serve me till I eat and drink and afterwards you shall eat and drink? Does he thank the servant because he did what was commanded? So you also, when you have done all that is commanded, you say, We are unworthy servants. We have only done what was our duty. The word of God For the people of God. Thanks be to God. Today we gave you all um, a card with the the breakthrough, the daily breakthrough prayer on it, and a mustard seed. This is kind of a a reawakening of the breakthrough prayer. We're celebrating that we have um, here at Alpine a new breakthrough prayer stand in the back in the fellowship hall. What we're hoping is that when you feel that the Holy Spirit has touched your life, that you will share it with others. In your pews in front, you will see that there is a card. Oh, see? Diane's holding it up. You'll see that there's a laminated card that has post-it notes on it. And when in your life that you've had a moment that your prayer has been answered or that um, somehow in your life you feel that the Holy Spirit has touched you and there's been a breakthrough moment where you feel that God has touched your life, we're hoping that when you come to church you'll jot that down. And that you'll then post it on the breakthrough prayer stand so that others can also be a part of that. You don't have to sign it unless you want to, but you'll post it out there so that others can feel the moment as well. So that you can share that there are breakthrough moments and people can feel that there is still the Holy Spirit alive in not only our community but in the world and that they can share that moment then with others. And we can feel that the power of God is alive and well and breaking through in our community. Please pray with me. Gracious God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable to you, our Lord, our Rock, and our Redeemer. Amen. In this scripture, the, the apostles are talking to Christ and they're just not feeling like they're up to the tasks that he is asking them. They don't feel like they're, they can do what is asked of them and they, they want more faith. They don't want better faith. They don't want him to ask or tell them how they can improve their faith. They specifically say, we want more faith. And he says, you don't need more faith. If you have faith the size of the mustard seed, that's why we gave you all a mustard seed. If you have faith the size of a mustard seed, then you could actually go to a sycamore tree which grows to be about 60 or more feet in height and has a root base that is two or three times that width. And your faith alone could uproot that tree, carry it to the ocean, tell that tree then to plant itself in the ocean and it would thrive all on faith alone. I've got to say, I picture the apostles then looking at him and going, sure, not being too impressed. But what he was telling the apostles is, you already have the faith. You already have enough faith. It's not quantity, how much faith you have. It's quality, what you do with that faith. God can't give you more. You already have the faith within you. You have what you need. And he tells it, he gives them an example of a mustard seed, this tiny little seed that is going to grow in abundance. So we all know the parable of the mustard seed that grows into the mighty tree. So as I was preparing for this sermon, I thought, okay, I'll do what all pastors do and look for, you know, pictures of things. I googled it, of course. So I put into my Google search under mustard seed trees and up pops all these pictures of oak trees and maple trees and elm trees. And I know those are not mustard seed trees. So then I get brilliant and I'm like, I want the Latin name for what mustard seed this could possibly be. And I put that in and I still got oak trees and maple trees and stuff. So then I thought, hey, what mustard plants are actual Native to Israel, and I got this picture. Patrick, the picture of the mustard plant. That's what's actually native to Israel. These mustard giant bushes. And they grow to be four, six, eight feet in height and about that feet wide, too. And they're gangly and not beautiful and not majestic trees. And they're not pretty. And they're also not welcome at all by the local people. Because they grow everywhere. And this giant bush is the product of one seed. Now the story that Jesus says is he says that the the birds of the year like to nest in them. And they do. They love these things. They get all up in these bushes and they nest and they love the seeds. They eat all the seeds and then they fly away and nature takes its course. And the birds, as they fly away, they drop all the seeds everywhere they go. And so one mustard tree causes mustard plants to go everywhere, and it's an invasive species. One mustard plant, once you get it on your property, it never goes away. You can dig it out. You can burn it out. You can do whatever you want. It never goes away. Once it's there, it's there forever. It keeps coming back. I think Jesus knew that. I think Jesus knew that this plant in all its gorgeous ungainliness never goes away. One seed, one seed will keep coming back. You can't defeat it. It's not beautiful. It's not a perfectly well-quaffed garden plant. What it is, is it has, you can see it in there. It's got bald spots and it's got beautiful spots where the flowers are flowering. Doesn't it kind of look like our faith life? You know, there's times in our faith life where it's not so good. We're kind of dead and not doing so well. And then there's other spots where we branch out and we're doing great. Isn't that kind of like our faith life? He knew what he was talking about. But also, just like your faith life, since our faith is a gift from God, once that faith is given, you can't get rid of it. It keeps coming back. Part of our life might try to kill it off. There might be parts of our life that might feel like it's getting burned out or dug out. But it's still there. It's still tenacious. It still comes back. Just like this bush. It's not the most beautiful bush in the world, but it's going to keep coming back. And it's going to keep spreading. And it's going to spread organically. And it's going to get bigger. And it's going to get bigger. Christ knew what he was talking about. God doesn't have to give you more. What God's already given you is going to spread. Just let it go. Have faith in what God gave you. It's going to spread. I've always wondered what it would be like to actually witness a mustard seed moment. What would it be like to actually be on the ground floor of seeing a mustard seed moment happen? To see that moment when you saw the the face of Christ and to know that this is a mustard seed moment when you see the Holy Spirit actually working in the world and then to watch that part, that mustard seed moment, just take off. And then I got to see it happen. Video? Video? That's both the N's 18-year-old brother. And that's a mustard seed moment because all he did is he went to court that day as his brother at the sentencing hearing. And he lived out his faith as a Christian. He loved his neighbor. He forgave his enemy. He told somebody to follow Christ. He did exactly what we are all meant to do as Christians. He lived his faith. He didn't do anything spectacular. It looks spectacular because we don't see it. But he lived his faith exactly the way we're all told to do. It was a mustard seed moment. He didn't know that it would blow up. He didn't know that that moment because it was so spectacular, would go out and become something that was shown on the news and then go on YouTube. Instead, he lived his faith, and he looked at his brother's murder, and he said, the best thing that you could do for my brother, who was a strong Christian, is accept Christ. And I love you. And then he did something amazing. He asked the judge if he could hug her. And the next day I saw him on Good Morning America. And he was asked, why did you ask to hug her? And he said, because I didn't want it to seem like it was just words. Like I was just saying, I forgive you, but there was no meaning behind it. I wanted it to seem like it was real, so I asked if I could hug her. And then the judge said yes. And I've often thought, what was it like when Jesus actually forgives somebody for the sins? What was it like when when he forgave the the woman um, accused of adultery, when he forgave her? What was it like at that moment? And then I saw that. What was it like when Jesus was resurrected and Mary was at at the grave? And Jesus actually has to say to Mary Magdalene, you have to let go of me, I haven't ascended yet. And then you see Amber hugging him. And then him trying to draw away, and she latches onto him again, and he tries to draw away, and she latches onto him again. She just can't make herself let go because he's forgiven her of everything. She just can't let go. You see in that moment the face of Christ. You see in that moment the Holy Spirit doing something so powerful. It's so mesmerizing. It's so emotionally mesmerizing that our news in this country, that we can't turn on the news without something horrifying leading every night. Our news for a 24-hour news cycle led with a story of love and forgiveness. For 24 hours, our news led with a story of Christian love and forgiveness. And then when I looked it up on YouTube, millions and millions and millions of hits, they're growing every day as people not only in our country but around the world are trying to figure out what is with this story. And they're seeing what it means to truly be a Christian. What does it mean to follow Christ? What does it mean to love your enemy? What does it truly mean to love and forgive? And here they're seeing the face of Christ. This is a mustard seed moment. That we're seeing bloom into a bush and grow and grow and grow. This is a breakthrough prayer because you know a man with this much faith, this young 18-year-old man, he had to have a prayer. He had to pray to God before he walked into that courtroom. It probably was a short prayer for strength to do his brother justice to be a good Christian, whatever it was, but it had to be a prayer. And here it was, that from that moment, he has shown the world what a true Christian is. A Christian that truly lives their faith. What does that mean? And he's touched Amber's life in a way that she could never imagine. And through that interaction, we've been gifted with a glimpse of what it is like to see Christ. This is a breakthrough moment. This is what we're asking you to share. All of you will have some breakthrough moments in your life. By sharing them with us on just small post-it notes, you will add to all of our lives in ways you can't even imagine. By sharing your gifts with us, we will take them and we will share them with others. And your gifts will grow in ways you never ever would have imagined and will bring gifts to other people that we can't imagine. And your mustard seed will create a larger kingdom of God. It will provide others those moments in their lives that they need, those moments of hope and love and those moments of faith that they're looking for. That is the power of faith. That is the power of faith in a mustard seed, sharing your faith with others. It's something we're all called to do. Amen.